Hello and welcome back to the Brew Interviews, the one show where something something happens. I don't I don't really know. I didn't think of anything today. I am Robbie, and joining me this week, as always, via the internet, is my best friend Lauren. It is episode ninety, and this week is another movie review. And we decided we needed a little more bacon in our diets. Kevin Bacon, that is. So tonight we are reviewing the two thousand hit sci-fi movie Hollow Man. This week on the Brew Interviews. Brew interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. This episode of the Brew interviews is sponsored by AdamandEve.com, but you'll hear more about them later on in the show. For now, Lauren, how you been? Well, Robbie, uh, I've been I've been doing pretty good this week. It's my birthday week, so something to look forward to. Yeah, got that long weekend ahead of me with Labor Day. It's always you nice. Look good for forty-two. Shut up, Robbie. I'm not even thirty yet. Christ. <laughs> Oh, man. But it's always nice to have uh, my birthday on Labor Day weekend because I get an extra long weekend out of it. True. It's like a, a given birthday gift. I love it. Um, Fuck them. Just pretend you're sick. Take the day off anyway. I, I always take my birthday off. I never work my birthday. That would Really? Oh, yeah. No. That's like the one. You've never been in the military. <laughs> I, my birthday is like the one day a year that I feel okay asking for things for myself, like doing whatever I want. Like that's not worrying about anybody else so i always take it off and my mom sent me a really cool birthday present today it's like this hanging plant grower like it's just super cute it's handmade in in vermont by uh i think it's like handmade water gardens or something like that but yeah somebody who owns cats for sure oh 100 but they sent like yeah. a billion like plants with it so i it, but it only has like these two little like holders for plants. So now yeah. I'm just rooting all of the other plants in like little vases around my apartment. So. <laughs> and none of them are weed plants? None of them are weed plants. No. What a shitty gift, mom. <laughs> but they're fun like ivy and uh, I think there's some mint in there. One of them smelled pretty minty. I, I'm, yeah. I'm like 90% sure it's mint. It, it was a little wilted. So I'm waiting for it to come back to life. But because they send <laughs> a. Stick it in your mouth. Chew it up. You'll be fine. Yeah. I don't tend to do that with all plants. There's, so. there's, there's one thing I know about plants, Lord, is that if you find them in the woods, you can shove them in your mouth and you'll be just fine. Is that, does that work with mushrooms also or? Yep. My grandfather told me that. Oh, great. You're still alive. So it uh, must, yeah, must exactly. be true. Right. Yeah. How are you, Robbie? How are you doing this week? Not too bad. Uh, cooking a lot. Smoking everything and get my hands on besides pole. <laughs> um, <laughs> bad joke. Uh, <laughs> did kielbasas. Uh, bratwurst. I mean, I showed you pictures. I made a bacon and onion jam. I was gonna to go say, yeah. I'm gonna make some of that oh, bacon. God. I gotta find. I gotta do it with the Vidalia onion, though. Otherwise, I'll be shitting my brains out for weeks. But it might be worth it to just make it with regular onions. You'd be fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll make just it with eat the... it while you're on the toilet. I feel like Vidalia onions would go really well in like a bacon onion jam because they're sweet. Like, yeah, but I mean, you cook them down so long, and with the brown sugar. It, it, I don't think it makes a difference what onion it is, unless it's a red onion. Well, I can't eat white or red or any or yellow, so I'll Ugh. just stick with the Vidalia. Because your weak jeans. It's not my weak jeans. Fuck onions. Weak jeans. God. Fuck onions. No, I'm just kidding. You say I like that. onions. I like I like cooking with onion. I like cooking with Vidalia onions. <laughs> yeah. You would have not survived back in the day. Yeah, I would have. I just wouldn't. Would I just wouldn't have eaten onions. I would have realized that, that they make me shit had? my brains out, and I wouldn't have eaten them. What if that's all you had was onions? Nobody was allergic to shit back in the day. Yeah, they, they were. Everything. They just died, or Bullshit. they pooped their brains out. <laughs> 
No, it's because they ate every random plant in the woods. Yeah, they all died. Which you can do now. No, no, you can't. Hmm. Speaking of putting things in your mouth, Lauren, what are you drinking this week? Wow, Robbie, I really like that segue. Um, Thank you. So this week, I am drinking Strobe from Good Fire Brewing in Portland, Maine. Uh, it's a New England-style IPA with uh, Strata, Citra, Mosaic, and some bro, Sabro, Sabro hops. It's got some sort of... It's got all the hops. Um, you should know how to pronounce all the hops by now. Fuck you. I have no idea how to pronounce anything. We only run a beer podcast. <laughs> yeah, but how often do we talk about hops? Never. Mm-hmm. I hate hops. They're disgusting. Except in our IPA episode. Please go listen to it. Um, yeah. This beer is just like every other beer from Goodfire. It is delicious. Um, it's got a very sweet, piney taste to it. I don't get a whole lot of like fruitiness, which is fine with me because the like sweetness and the floral like the floralness from the hops is like fucking delicious so it's like it's hazy and yummy and i'm a big fan i like it a lot i'm not sure what the percentage is because i couldn't see it right away but six percent six percent abv so yeah what are you drinking robbie well i didn't really have a good idea of what i wanted to drink tonight so i did what anybody would do and i stuck my hand into the beer fridge and i rummaged around for a random beer with my eyes closed it's my favorite and i'm not totally disappointed uh, so tonight I am drinking Smashed Pumpkin from Shipyard Brewing. Nice. I almost grabbed a pumpkin beer for tonight. Real <laughs> close. This motherfucker is 9%. Did you know that? Holy crap. No, I had no yeah. If you drink it, you'd think it was like maybe a 6, 6%. Yeah. If that. Um, if you don't know Shipyard, they're based out of Maine and, and Vermont. And I think they have one in New York as well. But they're an OG Portland. Yeah, or, yeah OG Maine for sure. Aren't they from Portland originally? I don't fucking know. Shipyard is from, yeah, Portland, Maine. But they also have one in Burlington, Vermont. And they also have one in New York somewhere. Yeah, but they're from, they they started out in Portland, Maine. Yeah. Yeah. We're both drinking Portland, Maine breweries tonight, uh, Robbie. I almost just called you beer. What'd you almost call me? Beer. (laughs) Beer? I almost called you beer. (laughs) Fucking losing (laughs) my mind. I named my first kid beer. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, little Bobby Bobby Beer Burgoy. Bobby Beer. Robbie. Is is this our 90th episode? This is our 90th episode. Does that episode. mean it's the start of our third season? Yeah, that's true. Woohoo! <laughs> Yay! We made it we three seasons! Break, <laughs> <laughs> now we gotta change the fucking naming convention again. Great. God uh, damn it. Well, that's all right. <laughs> As you heard in the intro, this week we did another movie review. And tonight we did kind of a favorite of mine, at least from when I was a kid. To, you know middle school or how old are you in 2000 this came out in 2000 uh, you're definitely 10. we were like fourth grade yeah so like fourth. i don't know i don't know what age you are in grades anymore i always have to like look it up i'm pretty sure that i always have to count backwards from when i graduated like i don't even really i don't I'm like, i was always older in my class anyway so it fucks me up and i was always the youngest in my class so yeah. it fucks me up <laughs> yeah so there you go either way we watched hollow man those of you that are not familiar with hollow man it's an amazing movie uh it came out in the year 2000 and it was directed by paul verhoffen you might know that name from the movies total recall or robocop uh, robocop basic instinct mm-hmm. which is a great movie starship troopers which is an amazing movie um i wish we had reviewed that one but i don't know what 
we can watch that on. I'm, I don't but, uh, even know what. I don't even know. You've never seen Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers was the first movie I ever jerked off to. Oh, really? Yeah. It has a very special place in my heart, and that place is my dick, too. So well. there's, like, a few scenes where, like, they're in the showers together. And it's, like, guys and girls, but, of course, they, you know, they show the girls naked, not yeah. the guys. Like, uh, so, like, I wore out that goddamn VHS tape. Just because it starts like smoking because right you just keep rewinding it, rewinding. Oh yeah, it. that's the same spot all the time. That in the scene in Titanic, when she takes off her clothes and he draws her. Uh see, I wasn't allowed to watch the Titanic. Like I didn't watch yeah. that till I was in like high school. We had the special edition, like two VHS. Yeah, that I have Titanic. it still. It's it's <laughs> literally in my living room. It's Danny's like favorite movie. So, and anytime my parents would watch it, it would get to that part, and it would just kind of like it would all fizz out. My mom's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> well, <laughs> why was the tape sticky? I don't get it. I don't know, mom. Don't touch that again. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Hollow Man, um, Starship Troopers, and he also directed Showgirls, which is a very interesting movie. It uh, stars one of the girls from Saved by the Bell. Which one? The, the the tall the tall I, like girl. I don't even know why I asked I don't know I'm drawing a blank on her name Saved by the Bell um, but you see her titties either way so the movie had a budget of ninety five million dollars and it was actually a success at the box office bringing in hundred and ninety million holy shit yeah that's a lot uh, some of the actors in it you might know Kevin Bacon of course he plays the main character Sebastian Kane uh, he also does the voice of Balto did you know he does the voice of Balto Kevin Bacon does yes like Balto He's... the dog Yes, he's Balto. Get I didn't know that. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I had no he stars, idea. He also stars in Tremors, which is one of my favorite movies. Footloose. Footloose. <sighs> Friday the 13th, the first one. And Animal House. For those of you, uh, any National Lampoon fans, he's in the the Animal House. He plays one of the dickheads in the movie. Uh, if you don't know who Kevin Bacon is, like, you need to reevaluate your life. Like, even I, yeah. I love Kevin Bacon. Come on. Speaking of people nobody knows, Elizabeth Shue. Also stars in this movie. That's his she love interest, right? I wouldn't even call it a love interest. Kind of his ex girlfriend. His obsession, yes. Yeah. She, uh, yeah, she plays Linda McKay. She is in Back to the Future two and three, The Karate Kid, and she had a large recurring role on the original CSI. I haven't seen any of those movies. You've never seen The Karate Kid? I well, or okay, I've seen, I've seen the I've well, I haven't seen the second or third Back to the Future. I've seen the first Holy one. Holy shit! I have seen the Karate Kid, but it was like a long fucking time ago, and I don't have any recollection except for the main character and Mr. Miyagi. So, God damn it! And the last notable character in the movie is Josh Brolin. Yes, who is one of my favorite actors of all the time. The older brother from the Goonies. He plays Matt Kensington. Uh, yep, yeah, he was in the Goonies. He was in the Avengers, playing Thanos. He was in the Deadpool movies. He was an old boy, Sicario, True Grit. I mean, he's in a lot of stuff. He's an amazing actor. You see his face, you know who he is. Oh, 100%. I mean, there are a couple other other actors that, like, you definitely recognize, like, the... There's, like, the one dude. The, go- the well, one scientist dude? The Yeah, the, like, smart scientist guy yeah. with the curly hair. And then, like, the, um, the kind of goofy scientist guy. Like, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. I have not... <laughs> You've seen him in a bunch of things, Lord. You haven't seen a bunch of things. Well, like the things that I like, he, I recognized him. I recognized him over the main actress. So, uh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't tell you what he was in, but I definitely recognized him. <laughs> so, I'm gonna read you a little synopsis of the movie right now. I had typed out a nice synopsis of my own. It was nice. It sounded good. I was like, yeah, I like the sound of this. I added that. I added this. I spent time on it, 
And then for some reason, the Word document I was working on just shut out completely. Oh, no. And I'm like, what the fuck? And usually when that happens, it pops right back up again, like where you left yeah. off, like it autosaves it. Yeah. It did not autosave it at all. Oh, no. And I was too angry to rewrite everything I had written, plus I couldn't remember it. Yeah, I don't So this you. version's not as good. Yeah. Well, just pretend Robbie's was better. Kevin Bacon plays Dr. Sebastian Kane, a scientist leading a team trying to perfect a serum that turns its subject invisible and then back to normal again. However, Kane decides to become his own lab rat and test the serum on himself. Kane is successfully turned invisible, but is not able to revert back. Kane then starts to go mad and power craze while slowly trying to murder the rest of the team to be able to escape the lab and wreak havoc on the world above. The team must work together to stop Kane using creative solutions to see an end to his madness. Not too bad. I mean, I... yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, there's periods and good words in there. I use the word reek. I don't usually do that a lot. It's oh, a good I mean. word. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <clears throat> so you had never seen this movie before. I correct? had never even heard of this movie before. That is a shame because this movie is a classic sort of. Yeah, I told Danny we were watching it. She didn't know what it was either. I am not surprised. <laughs> well, there's like two sequels. Yeah, I was also surprised to see that. <laughs> Hollow Man 2 is actually not that bad. It's not as good as the first one, but... Well, I was going to say, Hollow Ma- the the OG Hollow Man, I, I didn't think it was that bad. Right, it's, it's a good watch. It really isn't that bad. I have mixed feelings about it. You really do. Tell me about those mixed feelings, Lauren. <clears throat> well, I don't know where to start. So, I overall enjoyed this movie. But I have an issue with all of the sexual assault that happens in it. <laughs> oh, of course you have an issue with it. That's the whole. Point. I know. I, so I, I, I and, and I understand. I understand that they had to do that in order for you to like really dislike this yeah, main just character hate the guy. because Kevin Bacon is awesome, and it's so hard to not like him. Yeah. Like when I started watching it, he's just so fucking charming. You're like, this guy is great. And then you like start to get like these really off vibes when he like tries to kiss his old girlfriend and she's like, nah. And he's like kind of pissed about it. And then he's like checking out a girl from a window. Like, all right, that's uncomfortable. And then when he actually turns invisible and like starts touching titties, I'm like, okay, well, that's just not all right. I mean, he he rapes that girl. Oh, he won. Yes. I'm assuming. So there were actually, uh, more like more to that scene but it was cut from the movie um probably good (laughs) i I didn't i didn't watch it just because like it just it makes me so angry that somebody would do that like use invisible invisibility power like that like that's not okay i mean it's not okay to sexually assault anyone at any time no but (laughs) lauren's like if you're not invisible it's okay no 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 absolutely not absolutely (laughs) not but like i'm just I don't like that that's how they had to make his character unlikable. Like, they could have done other things, but... I mean, kind of, and they kind of did, but I think it was okay. I mean, not sexual assault, but him going that far being that bad, I think was great for the movie. Because, like you said, you want to hate the guy now. Yeah, like, like, that really solidified, like, my hatred towards him and, like, this needs to end. And, like, it really, it really intensifies, like the the kind of urgency that all of the other characters are feeling like okay he's dangerous now like it like it's not just like ill intent or like oh that was kind of bad like now he's like a dangerous predator like he exactly. needs to be stopped yeah and he he sexually assaults like 
three three people uh his ex-wife the, his ex-wife. the vet tech i don't remember that yeah, elizabeth shoe's character she's working at the desk and he starts like rubbing on her oh. and he's like does this does he like does this feel familiar right and you can't see anything because he's invisible but you're all assuming he pulled out his dick and put it on her oh yep and i didn't you don't remember that <laughs> i pro- i i i dissociated on that <laughs> yeah uh, and then he, while the vet tech was sleeping, he unbuttoned her top. Yeah, that that was the, the first, first that was the first, sure. the first thing. Like, if he would just gone into, like, a locker room and spied on naked chicks like that, <laughs> that would have made me feel less uncomfortable, but, like... Less uncomfortable. I mean, it's still not okay, but it's still... <laughs> Lauren's like, that's I'm just fine. so that's sweaty fine. right now. I can't even, You're like, talk so about sweaty. this. I'm so sweaty. Can we talk about the amazing uh, early 2000s music that they play? I honestly don't even remember any of the music from this. I usually, like, make comments or, like, make a mental note of, like, how much I like or dislike soundtracks for the movie. But I I just really, I think I was so intense, like, intensely paying attention to the actual story of the movie that I was not paying attention to the music. Every time he was outside of the bunker Mm -hmm. and in his car or something like that, there was always some bad... 2000s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, rock. I use rock in quotations because rock finished in, like, 1990, but... Yeah, you're right. I uh, the rest of the music score was fine, but certain song choices that they use, I think, were just bad. I think the movie was good enough that the soundtrack doesn't make a whole lot of difference in this case. Pretty much. So one thing I did think was cool was the cool secret underground lab yes. that they had on the military base. This takes place in Washington D.C. By the way. Yeah, I think the the base is supposed to like actually be in the Pentagon. Really? Yeah. Um, because this was one of like. One of the very few movies, like, ever that's gotten permission to to film outside of the Pentagon. Like, use the actual Pentagon. <laughs> Hollow Man? <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Isn't that, isn't that fucking weird? But, like, a lot of, like, you're not allowed to film the Pentagon yeah. Oh, yeah. because of national security or whatever. But, like. like, no, no, no. You're not allowed to film the Pentagon. But, like, but wait, this is the RoboCop guy. You're like, fucking get him. Fucking, fucking get him. Get like, those okay. cameras rolling. Let's do this. Let's do this. <clears throat> fucking RoboCop. And then one guy's like, showgirl. So like, no, fuck yourself. No, fuck you. So I think this lab is where the whole movie should have taken place. I think he should have locked down the lab with everybody in it, like from the beginning. And then it would have been kind of like a suffocating horror movie. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because... It's kind of like Alien to me. It would be like Alien. I don't, I've never seen Alien. Trapped on the ship. Can't let the alien out. But you got to, like, fucking kill him before he kills you kind of deal. I like that concept, but I I really think that it was good for him to, like, be going in and out and then at the end turn it into a lockdown because I really didn't see this end coming. Like, I'm pretty good at, like, guessing the endings. Yeah, like, it totally kind of, like, turned into this, like, creepy thriller type vibe for me which it didn't really have before. Like, it was kind of like, okay, he's got this invisibility, like, power i in air quotes because serum serum he's invisible like how what is he gonna do aside from like go out and like rape women like what is he <laughs> like what's gonna happen with this where is it going yeah you and know? i think but i think that's part of the the worry and the stress that you would hold in your mind and that, i did oh my god well but i mean if he did get out if they were trapped I think it would have, I don't, th- I don't think it would have been a, as exciting of a film for me if they had, really? if he had gone into lockdown like soon enough, like, or sooner, like the buildup for it is really like what kept me on the edge of my seat. Oh, you just wanted to see the rape scene. No, no. <laughs> <sighs> Can we talk about uh, Kevin Bacon's butt for a second? 
you see, I literally, I almost texted you. I was almost like, <laughs> I've, I have seen so much Kevin Bacon butt, like in the okay. first five minutes of this fucking film. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a butt double. If it is, they did a really good job with the transitions, but I don't think it's a butt double. I wish that I had looked it up. I didn't even think about looking it up, but like, oh yeah. And you see some, you see some peen in this too. Oh, you see the tip of his peen. I wrote that down. I saw some bacon peen. Yeah. Because when he, when he turns over, when he's getting transformed, mm-hmm. the invisible section, you see, you see it's like flopping. his ball sack and you see his dick. Yeah. Like not like the infrared version or whatever you see. Although you do see infrared. You Kevin see bacon infrared dick in this movie for sure. That's real dick. That's real flopping. That's re- that's physics. That's real floppy dick. Uh, when you see his butt and stuff like that, they're like talking about his like, um, his weight and his height and bullshit for the medical people. And they said Kevin Bacon weighed 166 pounds. And I was like, 166 pounds. That's when I realized I'm like, I have like 25 pounds on fucking Kevin Bacon. Wow. I mean, I was that like his Kevin real, Bacon. <laughs> is that like his real weight and stuff though? I, why wouldn't, why would they not? You know what I mean? Like they, they, they obviously weighed him and, uh, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, Kevin Bacon's a little skinny little bitch. Wow. <laughs> or I'm a fat ass. I don't know. I haven't figured. I just dropped down past Kevin Bacon's weight. So. Lauren, Go this ahead. is about Kevin Bacon. Yeah, he's got a nice butt. God damn it. So one thing I think they should have included more or would just make a cool movie to begin with. When they present the serum to the committee, like the, the military government committee or whatever it is, yep. they show the failed experiments video. With like the you, you see it with the monkeys and the gorillas like disintegrating when they injected them with the old serum. Oh yeah, and they're like grotesque, and I'm like, oh my god, Fuck I'm like that, that would have made a good movie instead of instead of a monster movie with a man, a monster movie with actual monsters. Oh yeah, that would be a good movie. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they didn't really touch on it. They just kind of like show the video, and everybody in the government was like, mm hmm, mm hmm, yep, 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 disintegrating monkeys. Yep, yeah, yeah, right. What the fuck? Did you know? So the the. Speaking of monkeys, um, the gorilla, like in the beginning of the movie, um, Isabel. Isabel, that so I thought that that was just like a machine or whatever, like a CGI, but that was like an actual guy in a suit. In a suit. But yeah. they had so much trouble with that, like because there's so much um, that has to do with like infrared with this movie that getting yeah. the gorilla to show up right on infrared. Because it's just a guy in a monkey a suit, suit yeah. they would take um, hair dryers and f- be yeah. like blow drying the whole thing with him in it, like before they would shoot a scene. Fuck that! Right? Could you imagine, like, you or I in a fucking heavy gorilla suit with somebody blow drying <laughs> us with heat? I would go literally insane. It was a, it was a good suit though. Yeah, it was really it was, really, it was nice. really well done. I really liked the CGI in this movie. Also, oh, it, I don't think it's CGI. It was no? something else. But it got lauded really well for um, it's it's not animation. They didn't say CGI. The special either way, like special the effects. special effects of this movie yeah. are fucking phenomenal. They were nominated for an Oscar for best visual. They should have won. Who'd they lose to? The they got nominated along with Gladiator and The Perfect Storm, and Gladiator won. Well, I really but. I really like Gladiator, but I think that this was much. Oh, better it was use. so cool. The The transformation scene where he's going invisible or coming that, back. It's very fucking cool. awesome. It's so cool. And actually, they made a model. Like, that's him for real. Like, they made a model of him. And then they ended yep. up donating it to, like, 
science because science <laughs> needed it. Science needs Kevin Bacon. <laughs> science needs Kevin Bacon. So like science is actually using a model of Kevin Bacon. And <laughs> and you mentioned that the the um budget for this movie was like what 95 million or something. 95 million. They had put aside 50 million dollars of that budget just for the special effects. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And you could do that on like a fucking iMac right now. Yeah. <laughs> With some dude in Tennessee. Like he's like, okay. <laughs> it's crazy that this like this movie came out twenty years ago. Yeah. Nuts. They made advancements. So one problem I had with the movie is that when he starts kind of, you know, going crazy, he starts taking off his creepy plastic mask, by the way. He has like a creepy rubber. Oh plastic my god. Suit. That honestly is the fr- <laughs> like that's the real horror effect of this yeah. movie. Also, with that face mask he was wearing, the rubber mask, no nose holes and no ear holes. They just cut eyes and a mouth. And it's fucking, it would drive me crazy if oh. I didn't have my ears cut open so I couldn't hear anything. You're right. I didn't even think of that at all. Yeah. The whole the whole movie. I'm like, No wonder he's so fuck? cranky. Yeah, I can't fucking hear shit. Um, but when he starts going crazy and people start realizing, oh, hey, he's murdering people. We need to take care of this. Nobody puts on the fucking thermal goggles. Literally, I was screaming at the TV, yes. Robbie, screaming. I'm like, why is nobody putting on the fucking goggles that they can see him with? Exactly. And they're like, I don't know where he is as they're holding the goggles. I'm like, put on the goggles. Put on the fucking goggles, you idiot. But at they the same time, like multiple deaths. At the same time, I really liked all the different um, ways that they showed that you can use to like. Not like in real life, obviously, but like that they used to be able to see him. Like they used, oh, yeah. they used rain, they used steam, they used fire, they used blood. Blood, that was, yeah, that, blood that was, 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 I was like, wow, this is, this is something right here. But like just all the different, that like even down to them, like making reference to he can't shut his eyes, like his eyelids are invisible. So yeah, I like, didn't think about that, the light. Yeah, I was like, why doesn't somebody give him a fucking sleeping mask? Like, no wonder he's so cranky. He can't sleep at all. (laughs) Oh, another thing that bothered me, not not about the movie, but just my thought process. Mm -hmm. If you had this serum and you were invisible, so you're only invisible if you're walking around naked. Because if you wear clothes, it shows where you are, right? Mm -hmm. He's walking around naked in Washington, D.C. in the middle of the night with no shoes, no underwear. He definitely has hepatitis. Fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck that. Like they don't address that part of it. Also, I walked around barefoot in Venice and LA for an entire day. Uh and why? Well, because my shoes were giving me blisters, so I took my shoes off and then I got blisters all over the fucking bottom of my feet, so I couldn't put my shoes back on. It was a disaster. It was the worst thing in my whole life, Robbie. God. It was so bad. <laughs> I'm walking around fucking Venice, California with Oy. literally no shoe protection. <laughs> But yeah, like I've, you'd figured you'd just follow the little trails of uh, bloody footprints from walking in the middle of D.C. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, there's at one point where he commits a big horror movie no-no. He killed a fucking dog. He murders a dog. That's right. He doesn't just murder it. He ragdolls it <laughs> against the metal. He murdered it with his bare fucking it hands. It explodes. That it's was all, my it's last all shot straw. In thermal. I know. It all, it's all shot in thermal, this part. So you can't like you can see it, but you can't see it. <laughs> it's it's 
sad, but it's so funny just the way, because it's almost like slapstick comedy, the way he slams it against the wall and it just explodes. I don't know. I think I closed my eyes. I couldn't. I knew what was coming and I was just like. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so good. Um, He has a line in the movie that I think, I don't know if you, you paid attention to it, but he, when he was talking to the other scientist, he says, it's amazing what you can do. When you don't have to look at yourself in the mirror anymore. Yes, I do remember that line. That is such a good fucking line. That was, that's a great, that's a great line. It really is a great line. Because <laughs> it doesn't just, you know, refer to him being invisible. It kind of refers to yourself in life. Yeah, like, that, that's him holding a mirror right you, up to you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking deep, Kevin My Bacon. God, fuck you, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> no, not fuck him. Yeah, fuck you <laughs> for making me feel feelings, dude. Jesus. <laughs> he basically kills everybody in the lab except for two people and that would be his ex-wife and his lab partner josh brolin um uh i don't think so because i think he's his ex-girlfriend a lot i think that i think they were just dating yeah they were definitely just dating but he becomes obsessed and he finds out that she's sleeping with the other lab partner josh brolin and he goes crazy that's kind of what sets off everything for the most part that's where he gets murderous that's when he murders the dog. Um, I wrote here like six times, put on the fucking goggles. <laughs> yes. Put on the goggles, you dumb fucks. I mean, that's just a constant thing for this movie. Uh, apparently, he has super strength now because there's that one scene where he's strangling the guy from the top of the pipes. Yep. And he's just holding him by his hands. I'm like, what happened? What? Like, he didn't have super strength a second ago. Literally. All right. So he he does that. He's blasted with hot steam. He gets hit with a fucking crowbar. He gets fucking fireballed it's like they forgot that he was the invisible man and they were like the invincible man oh oh wait just oops like what but it's like he has super strength so he's able to choke this guy from the pipes but then when he goes to kill the vet he struggles just to turn the trank gun back on her well you notice that yeah you're right i'm like what (laughs) also that trank dart moves he shoots her with a trank gun the first time, and it hits her, like, right in the heart, you know what I mean, to apply that it was really bad, uh-huh. and he snaps her neck. When she is in the freezer later at the end, and you see her, the trank dart is, like, in her gut. <laughs> it's totally moved, like a foot. Oh, is it? I think at the beginning of the movie, when uh, the gorilla gets out, like, right at the very beginning, and the guy gets bit and, like, lets the gorilla out, yeah. they were going to try and find her, and he, like, leaves the, the like thermal glasses in the case and walks away and then like the next scene is him like holding the thermal glasses oh it's there's some consistency errors for sure yeah i didn't notice a whole lot of them i'm pretty good at catching them but yeah so another thing that bothered me is that when they're trying to kill kevin bacon uh kevin bacon turns up the heat in the entire laboratory so that when they use the thermal goggles they can't tell the difference between kevin bacon and the air temperature because it's hot yeah, that he like breaks a steam pipe or something. Yeah, well, he actually turns just like the regular heat up too. Oh, really? Like, that's what they apply first. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not true at all. Like, I'm like, do you realize how hot it would have to be with just your just your heaters in the lab to get that hot? Which I'm sure they don't even go that well, hot. Well, to match a human's body temperature, it would only have to go to like ninety eight degrees. But and even if it was 98 degrees, you would still see giant shifting, moving 
heat signatures. Yeah, and I also you. feel like if if the room was ninety eight degrees, like my body temperature would be like one hundred and forty seven. Oh, exactly. Degrees. Like I would just fucking be dying. fucking dying. <laughs> You're like, don't kill me, Kevin Bacon. I'm sweating enough already. I'm just gonna die. Already. I'm just gonna drown in my sweat. Like that's what's gonna happen. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, basically. So I thought that part was a little much of a stretch. You know, he kills the computer nerdy guy, which we can't remember his actor's name right now. Kills him with a crowbar. Like literally, was good, just that was a good death shoves scene. him right through the whole that would center never, of his. Apparently, body. that's the yeah. Apparently, that's the super strength too. Because in real life, you'd never be able to shove a crowbar that easily through a human body. You don't think so? <laughs> let's try it out. No, let's not. <laughs> we some volunteers. Um, yeah, there's no way. I mean, you could probably you could do it, but it would be difficult. You wouldn't just go whoop. Okay, let's go. Well, I mean, with adrenaline and all your human strength, the body tissue, if you don't hit any bones, like. I still don't. Crowbar is not that sharp. <laughs> that that crowbar was sharp. I specifically looked at the end of it when it went through his body because I was like, oh, that's a crowbar. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a sharp crowbar. <laughs> um, they get trapped in the freezer. Yep. Invisible man traps him in a freezer and the bitch makes an electromagnet. She's the out of, smartest like, fucking stuff. Just out of stuff in the freezer. I'm like, why was all this stuff in the freezer? Yeah, she makes an electromagnet to get the like the the bar that locks the freezer open. Like she pulls it from the inside yeah. with the electromagnet. That was that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty like MacGyver-ish. I was like, how is she gonna get the fuck out of here? <laughs> God, she's smart. Uh, she, she then proceeds, as we said before, to light Kevin Bacon on fire with a goddamn homemade flamethrower, which doesn't kill him. She like how? you see the skin like him ripping like he's obviously in pain like he's ripping the the yeah. burning clothing off and then you see like the little flakes of like dead skin like coming and off behind yeah. him and I was just like ew ew yeah I mean it's really cool but like ew but he should be dead he should one hundred percent be dead or be in, writhing in pain on the ground that and like or his <laughs> Or his, like, uh, and I wonder if they weren't as concerned about that because, like, they could just, um, like, make up, like, oh, yeah, like, his whole molecular structure, like, changed because of this invisibility thing. Like, because it changes your whole, obviously, you're changing your structure if you're going invisible. Like, maybe it's mutating or something like that. But they they didn't explain it. That's what they should have done. They absolutely should have explained it. But you can kind of, like, use your imagination if you. And they missed the opportunity. When he gets light, lit on fire, they should have had something like some line that should have been like, nobody likes burnt bacon and then like walked away. But nobody does. God, that would have been so good. What a missed <laughs> I opportunity. Said, I said, I, exactly. I said it in my head. I'm like, <laughs> like some crispy bacon. I was like, oh, that's genius. <laughs> like, fuck, now I'm going to go cook some bacon. <laughs> but in the end, Kevin Bacon gets electrocuted as well. and He survives that. And I thought that was the end. And I was like, oh, that's kind of anticlimactic. But as they're climbing up the elevator shaft to escape the bomb, because he sets a bomb, he's still fucking alive. Yeah. And tries to drag her down with him. But eventually he falls into the elevator shaft filled with fire and smoke and death. And that is where they killed Kevin Bacon and to end the movie. Yes. Correct. It's a good flick. It's a good, it's a, it's a good decent watch. It was. Uh, another fun fact about this movie is that Unlike a lot of movies where they'll jump around from, like, scene to scene and, like, not really keep things in sequence, this whole movie had to be shot in sequence, um, like, of the movie because of that exploding scene at the end because they weren't going to, like, rebuild all the the lab stuff after the explosion. Yeah, that makes sense. Speaking of fun facts, I have a few more here. Ooh. Lay them on me, Robbie. Boom. 
To get the right reaction from the cast, when Kevin Bacon was invisible, the director, Paul Verhoeven, had put speakers in different places on set and had Kevin Bacon's voice come from different speakers reading the lines so that the cast would get a genuine reaction to the invisible character. Because originally they had shot it while he wasn't there. Like, right. Or any, any, they just let the actors go through their lines. Yep. But he's like, it seems fake. So that's kind of neat. That'd be creepy as fuck. That's why you like see him like looking around like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Also, like their whole intention with this movie was to not even have Kevin Bacon on the scene. But they, again, they were worried with the reactions after filming a few that they literally just dressed him in green like the entire time. So Kevin (laughs) was there acting like to be able for them to like react better as a person. Mm -hmm. So Kevin Bacon was just dressed like a giant booger for this whole movie. So, like <laughs> Another interesting fact, in order to use the title of this movie, producers had to buy the rights to Dan Simmons' novel entitled Hollow Man. The novel has nothing to do with the Invisible Man, like the it was a H.G. Wells. Yep. So they just had to buy it because, <laughs> which is kind of sucks, but it's whatever. They had $95 million budget. Yeah. They probably paid 20 bucks for it. I'd take that. All right. Uh, the filming was shut down for seven weeks after Elizabeth, 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 after Elizabeth Shue tore her Achilles tendon during <gasps> filming. No, I, I didn't figure out which scene it was. I kind of should have looked that up, but uh, the producers thought about replacing her, but chose to postpone production instead. What? Her, she has the only role that I think could have been replaced by anybody. Unfortunately, this is the main actress. Yeah. Yeah, I you could think I mean? of a I could think of a handful of actresses that probably like she, could have done a better job than right. she did. But she did she did fine. I mean, she was yeah. Again, like yeah, it was a fine. She did a good it job. Just, like it's just you could have like boom, 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 put her place. But nobody could have done Kevin Bacon's part. I don't think. No, I, uh, although they did, uh, they looked into um, Edward Norton. Yep, and there's uh, a rumor about uh, RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, really? Which apparently, apparently pissed off Kevin Bacon because that rumor floated up during production that they had actually wanted Robert Downey Jr. instead of Kevin Bacon. So he was like pissed off for a while during filming. But it was it was a it was a false it was a rumor. They didn't. I honestly I don't think that I could picture Robert Downey Jr. playing. They they wanted Kevin Bacon because if he's like he's got that we talked about it earlier that charming and yet evil like that yeah yeah he's that cross yeah he's very good at play he is so charming like Mm -hmm. everything he's in he's just a charmer but like he's so good at being like that kind of like closeted evil type personality it's because it was a slow development of evil i think too so that helped yeah yeah he did a really good job (laughs) of like transitioning from that that like charming guy to like just pure evil but because yeah. a lot of the time when you like watch movies, I feel like it's very easy to see that switch in somebody. But he he did a really good job of like you just like not really noticing it. Yeah. He even said when he was looking at the girl changing in his apartment building, he's like, I shouldn't do this. Yeah. He says it. He says like, this is wrong. But then he rapes her anyway. But so that's basically the whole movie. Uh, now we're going to go over the reviews. Ooh. I don't have any real reviews. Me either. I just have the ra- the rating scores because some of them were kind of there were a lot of shitty ones and I feel bad. But anyway, on IMDb this has a five point eight out of ten, which I think is too low. I think it's too low. I would think I think I would agree. I think that's too low for really? this movie. Yeah. On Metacritic, the critic rating is twenty four out of one hundred, 
which is horrible. Oh my god, really? And the yeah, and the user rating is three point six out of ten. Oh my <laughs> so god. it's also horrible. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say that this movie is getting lower ratings than it should because of the sexual assault in it. Oh, pro- probably. Rotten Tomatoes, the critic rating is 27%, and the audience rating is 28%, which I was surprised at. I thought the audience rating would be like 75, 70, 75. Yeah, I, so if I were to rate this movie, I would give it a seven and a half. Out of 10? Out of 10. We only do out of five. <laughs> oh, I was going on IMBD. <laughs> IMDB? Yes, I literally yeah. say it wrong every know, every single I time I say it. I can't. So I out of five, Lauren, what would you give this since we're here anyway? I would give this a, a three and a half out of five. I gave it a three two five and I love the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, well, I, mean, I, don't I also don't watch a lot of movies, so I don't have anything to compare it to. So That's true, very much. And yeah. I just I love Kevin Bacon. And it's I a, really the Goonies is like one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah, so like yeah. just having anyone from the Goonies and it Brown. gives it uh, like an extra bump. <laughs> Yeah, I give it a three two five. A three two five? You give it a three two five, Ruby? Don't keep that in. I, I oh, give I'm it. A, going to. I give it a three two five. It's not meant to win Oscars. It's not meant to win awards. It's meant to go to the theater and have a good fucking time, and maybe get a little creeped out and make you think. I think it's a good movie. I think people shitting on it is pointless. Get over yourself, you fucking shitty critics. Yeah. I, I'm not going to judge anyone's judgment on this movie because, like, everyone has their feelings, but... Movie critics are cancer, let's be honest. Oh, movie... I Well, this is why I don't read reviews or anything for, like, literally anything because I don't trust yeah. anyone else's opinion except my own. That's, and mine. Well, yeah, I trust your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Although you've watched me... You've made me watch some shitty movies, but... Yeah, because I haven't seen them either. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right, you're uh, right. So before we go, we're going to rate our beers Wait, real quick, Robbie, Lauren. I have a question what? for you before we go. What? If you were invisible, what would you do? Like, what would be, like, the first thing that you go do if you were invisible? I would go to your house. I would knock on the door. You would open the door. There would be nobody there. I would steal Miner. Because <laughs> I wouldn't see him being lifted into the air and no, taken not out at all. of my apartment. Nope. He would just see a floating dog. And I'd, and I'd hide him away, and I'd come back, and I'd open the door again, and I'd punch you in the face, and I'd run away. <laughs> I think you'd have more success with just opening the door and punching me in the face. Because if I, somebody knocked on my door, I always check my, my peephole. And if no one's mm-hmm. there, I'm not opening the door. It's not a good way to live life, Lauren. Why? Somebody somebody almost came into my apartment last week. I know. You whined about it. You could have made a best friend. But instead... No. There's a fucking pandemic. Say, Don't come in my mad. apartment, motherfucker. Lauren, rate your goddamn beer. God, yes. Okay. I will rate my beer. But first, we have to listen to a word from our sponsors. Are you like my lesbian podcast partner, Lauren, and stuck in a boring, sexless relationship? Wait, what? Luckily, there's a website for you. I'm boring? Adam and Eve is an online store where you get all the bedroom essentials to help spice up your relationship. Can we get back to this sexless thing? With an assortment of adult toys, lingerie, and sexy accessories, Adam and Eve has got you covered in the bedroom. Or in the kitchen. Or in the public library bathroom. Basically, anywhere you can have sex. The library? And even if you're not in a relationship, Adam and Eve has got your lonely ass covered as well. With an assortment of lubes, toys, and other pleasurable items, adamandeve.com will make you feel like you're not jerking off alone in your apartment ever again. So remember, if you're gay, straight, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, pan-fried, or even deep-fried, Adam and Eve has got you covered in the bedroom. 
So head over to adamandeve.com and use our promo code BREW4U and get 50% off almost any item in store. That's promo code BREW4U, the number four, at checkout and get 50% off almost any item. And when you do, you also get 10 free gifts, courtesy of adamandeve.com, including six spicy movies and a three-piece bonus kit. It's like a three-piece chicken bucket, but, you know, better. Now get out there and do some consensual You know, the kind where you stick your in their Then you get the Thousand Island dressing, you rub it all over your and you just jam it in there. You know what I'm saying? Salad dressing? AdamandEve.com for all your needs. Cheers. Okay, so I drank Strobe from Good Fire Brewing in Portland, Maine. It is an IPA coming in at 6%, and it's fucking delicious. I would rate this beer... I'm going to rate this beer four because it's one that I could just drink all of wow. the time and be perfectly happy drinking. It's absolutely fantastic. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Robbie? What are you going to rate your beer? I drank Shipyard Smashed Pumpkin, 9% ale. Obviously brewed with pumpkin. It's amazing. As far as pumpkin beers go, it's like middle of the road. Uh, pumpkin Head is their, their lesser version. That's the white girl version. That's the that's the basic white girl version. That I that's would give beer. that like a two. Smashed pumpkin, I would probably give a three. Just right in the middle, easy middle of the road. Yeah, it's a, it's a simple pumpkin beer to drink, and sometimes you don't get that. Sometimes you just get mouth fucked with nastiness. You're not it's wrong. Really good, and this is that middle road that I enjoy. Yeah, I would agree with that rating. I might even rate rate it like a two point eight. <laughs> just like. Yeah. Although I haven't had I haven't had it this year. Right, we're gonna do a pumpkin episode again. Does so. it change? Does does smashed pumpkin change like like dogfish heads? I know changes every year a little bit. Um, I feel like there are some smashed pumpkins I get that are uh like a little bit more on the bitter side than than I I prefer. But then I've also had ones that are like much more smooth than than others. So maybe it's just like the cans I've gotten or, or yeah. the bottles I've gotten. But um, yeah. <laughs> that's all i have to say about it well said well, you should you should definitely get their warlock though i really yeah, enjoy the warlock well that just about wraps it up for this episode if you've ever seen hollow man let us know what you think send us an email do it you can find Talk us, to us on the brew interviews at our instagram account at the brew interviews or on twitter at brew interviews you can also send us an email at the interviews at gmail.com or facebook under the brew interviews and if you feel so inclined you can head over to our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the brew interviews and become part of the Brew Interviews family, just like these people, Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, Jess, and the Wreck My Podcast crew. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out. And I would like to say thank you to our sponsor, adamandeve.com. And be sure to use our promo code BREW4U. That's BREW, the number four U, and get 50% off almost any one item. And when you do, you also get 10 free special gifts. So get you and your loved one something special. And how about the Bruin interviews at the same exact time? Do it. And this month, we are also donating our Patreon funds. Uh, we like to do this every month, every other month or so, to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. It's a charity that kind of very close to Lauren and I. Yes. And um, we actually have one donation so far. Alyssa from the Golden Ghouls has already donated, so that's very nice. Even if it's a one-time donation, head over to our Patreon and just hit that one-time donation button. It's all going to charity. 
So you're doing something good. Yeah, we donate. Uh, I think usually we do it in March. Usually we do it in September. Um, yep. Uh, also, we've donated to other charities. So in the future, if there's a charity that you're really passionate about, like let us know. We might be interested in donating our Patreon that month for it. And Robbie and I usually try and match uh, whatever yep. people yeah, donate. Yeah, we definitely match it, yeah. So, uh, so if you are against suicide, go ahead and donate to our Patreon. If because you are against suicide, because <laughs> there's somebody for it. Well, <laughs> like, you, you never know, Robbie. You never know. <laughs> like, if, if honestly, like, uh, it's it's just a great foundation, and it's it's uh, a cause near and dear to us, so we like to support it. For the Brew Interviews, I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. Good night. Good night. This has been the Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. Sometimes you just get mouth fucked with nastiness.